Come on, you guys. Accidents happen all the time. There have been accidents in other shows. No one calls them bad luck plays. Steve looked relieved. So it's not really bad luck? Only if you believe it is, Nick said. He stood up and stretched. Okay, people, it's late. Let's wrap it up now so my students can go home and get to bed. I don't want to see any of them falling asleep in drama class tomorrow. The students left. The adults didn't crack a smile. Is your mind made up, Nick? Gloria asked. Is it Macbeth or nothing? Nick nodded. I'm afraid so, Gloria. Of course, I'd understand if you guys decide to get someone else to direct your play. He shrugged. Several of the adults looked unhappy. I guess we'll have to talk this over among ourselves, Joe said. We'll get back to you, Nick. Nick watched as everyone filed out of the classroom. I wonder what's really going on here, he thought. He didn't have to wait long to find out. The next morning, before class started, Nick got a phone call from Gloria. This is your first year in Cold Forks, she said. I'm not sure you know about the town's history with Macbeth. History? Nick asked. Five years ago, the little theater group actually staged Macbeth, Gloria said. It was a disaster from start to finish. I know you think we're just superstitious, but it's more than that. Nick frowned. What happened? Right from the start, there were accidents. It sounds crazy, but it's true. Nick sighed. Accidents happen. That's what I told my students last night. Come on, Gloria. The theater caught fire, Gloria cut in. It was during dress rehearsal the night before we opened. Luckily, everyone got out in time. But that's why some of us don't want to do Macbeth. Nick was silent for a moment, then he said, I can see why you'd be upset, but no one was hurt and no one died. We have to show the kids that we don't believe in that superstitious nonsense. I'm not changing my mind, Gloria. It's Macbeth or nothing. You're making a big mistake, Nick, Gloria snapped. Now Nick could hear the anger in her voice. Huge! She slammed down the receiver. Nick figured he'd soon get another call from Harry. Harry Hardwick was the president of the theater group. Nick was pretty sure he'd call to say they were looking for another director. But before the end of the week, Harry called to say that the group had agreed. We voted, Harry told Nick. All the newcomers want to do Macbeth. They outnumber those of us who remember the fire. We still think it's foolish to put on a bad luck play. Give it a chance, Harry. It's time you all put that superstitious nonsense behind you, Nick said. I promise the community will love this production. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Nick stopped quoting. 
Considering the history of the Cold Forks Theater fire, that line from Macbeth suddenly seemed to be in bad taste. Sorry, Nick mumbled as he glanced sideways at his three companions. Joe, Gloria, and Harry stared at him. Then all four of them turned to study the boarded-up theater. This building should have been torn down after the fire, Gloria said crossly. It's a disaster. I don't know why you want to go inside, Nick. We can't use it. It looks pretty good from the outside, Nick said, and there's plenty of parking. I bet this theater can be restored. How many times do we have to tell you? The building is unsafe, Harry said gruffly. He yanked out his handkerchief and wiped his forehead. He suddenly seemed very nervous. I guess I need to see it for myself, Nick said. People say that the theater was...